she said I came on a little too strong, which maybe I did. This, oh. Because if I'm excited, maybe I'm interested. I don't know. I come <laughs> off like that. But then she said, and, um, I kind of see you more as a friend. And to be, on, to be honest, who needs more friends? Hi, and welcome to Singles Therapy, the podcast where we talk about modern dating and, of course, being single. I'm your host, Michaela Angamir, poet and author of the poetry collection, When He Leaves You. In today's episode, I sat down with KV. He's one of my brother's very good friends, and I've known him for about eight years, I think. And he's the first male guest on this podcast, which obviously I'm very excited about. He's really vulnerable in this episode. Um, which I'm not like totally surprised by, but just really glad that the first male guest of this episode just really opened up and like spilled the real tea about being a single man in your late 20s. We really talk about, you know, all the usual suspects. We talk about dating app thoughts. Um, we talk about like what we're looking for and his quote unquote type, um, lots of past dating stories. We get a little bit into like the male and female perspective on things from like the role that age plays in dating to even just like male and female friendships. You guys know I love talking about friendship. Um, I'm reading my notes here. I wrote the honesty was lit and honestly, <laughs> the honesty was lit. Um, and then at the end, he just like sprinkles in how his parents had an arranged marriage. Which I was like, oh, okay, let's talk about this for a minute. <laughs> so yeah, I really hope you enjoy the first male guest on single therapy and oh Beatrice is like you're not talking about me and I was a fucker in this episode <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> so as you can hear Beatrice's feet um yeah she contributed to this episode as she usually does it's funny because I always thought podcast you're never supposed to like date your episode you know, so they never, I guess they know that this episode's going to come after the previous episodes, but you shouldn't say dates. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I was like. Huh. Yeah. I didn't read anything about podcasting. <laughs> as everyone who listens to this knows. Okay. Because just in case it no, ages no, no, no. poorly, you know? Mm-hmm. I do keep talking about 2019, like my, which I'm like... <laughs> you started that, but I'll be like, yeah, man, I went to the movie theater and I saw um, E.T. <laughs> what a fantastic movie, right? And now the audience has no idea what year it is. Ah. How are you? You calm now? <laughs> she doesn't know. She's life. Why well, should be fine. Yeah. We'll just start talking. She'll decide that she doesn't like certain subjects. <laughs> and she'll make noises. That's fair. I'll also later. make the same noise in front. Like, no! <laughs> just bark, right? Right, Beatrice? <laughs> You're lonely like me. We're here for the singles therapy. <laughs> therapy of the therapy dog. That's great. She's just so focused. I feel like she wasn't making so much extra noise. <laughs> All right, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm not allowed to say my name. I just go by, uh, that's the thing, I just yeah. go by KV. I don't know. You want to say your full name? KV Singh Kugadas and Vigneshwar. It's 30 letters. Excellent. Yes. Uh, no, I don't know. That's why sometimes I have to go with my initials. KV It's a little bit easier, mm-hmm. right? Some people don't know a name that's long, longer than the English alphabet. Ah. It's 30 letters. Accomplishment. Yeah, I was born that way. I don't know if I really earned that accomplishment. Okay, fair. Do you want to say anything else about yourself? Let's see. So I've known Michaela for how many years now? I feel like I've known you for about six, eight. 
eight mm. years. That's probably around somewhere. There. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I am a friend of her brother's, and we met at his birthday party this year, and she's like, hey, you should come on the podcast. You seem single. <laughs> and I said, I, I know exactly what that's like. I think I can share my input. Am I... Uh, the first male on your podcast. You're right? the first so, male. Oh, wow. The second. pressure's on really at the perspective now. <laughs> I feel like we might end up like fighting about things and I'm like really offended by things you say. No, I, I feel like good. a lot of stuff you'll have a conversation with and I'll say, no, you're absolutely right. And... Oh, okay. Well, no, we don't want that. We want the drama. Okay, okay. okay. I, can, I can focus that. We can do this. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, what do you do? Like, what is your day-to-day? I mean, obviously, I know, but for the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So, I work at a university. I'm just going to keep everything vague, just in case I have any fans uh, <laughs> by the end of this. Uh, I work within student affairs. Wait, am I allowed to, like, tag you in this? Oh, yeah, sure. I don't care. I think I'm just being <laughs> difficult for no reason. Okay. But, no, so I work within student affairs at uh, the University of Waterloo, sure, I'll just state it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so also, let me just state anything that I state today does not reflect the opinions <laughs> and values of the university and the organization that I work with. It's so weird. Branding is such a weird thing. Uh, but no, so I work I with. Deep in your voice, like like the robot. <laughs> just, just, just make sure it's it's stern, and, you know. Uh, the only guy on the podcast, of course, he has to be anonymized. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just know that I don't want to state anything. Okay, no, that's good. yeah. So it. I work. Are not representative of his employers. There we go. But I work with uh, academics and residents. So I try to bring like, certain resources, and I bring also like communication with the faculty into that space with students. Because uh, we like to live where you, or sorry, learn where you live. So that's kind of our our motto. So that's what we're, I'm helping in terms of uh, the team that I'm a part of. Yeah. Sweet. Does that answer the day to day portion at least? I think so. That's a good. Did I spike? I think there's a couple times I spiked. It's fine. Yeah. I do all audio stuff after with iMovie. It's real technical. <laughs> do you use one of the only levels? five music like songs that they have on iMovie? No, I found my song myself on Ooh. YouTube. It's royalty free. Ooh, that's impressive. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to jump right into it as we do. Sure. Which I, excuse me, I just asked you why you're single. Why? <laughs> 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 Am I the only one that reacts that way? No. Uh, it, uh, let's, let's start off with it's not a lack of trying. Uh, no, I think right now I'm still trying to figure a couple things out myself. I think this is something I've always tried to battle with is the timing of it. I always mm-hmm. feel like I'm ready and then. When I think I'm ready, I might not actually be and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now, I think I'm in a place where I'm trying to still like find out things that I'm enjoying and excite me. And uh, Also, I'm not sure if this was ever mentioned in your podcast. Are we allowed to state our location in the great city oh, of... Oh, yeah, we love to talk about Yeah, the, the great, <laughs> the great uh, city of uh, Waterloo, Ontario. <laughs> I think it's a little bit tougher to find someone my age. I'm not going to disclose my age, but I'm in my 20s. Uh, <laughs> so, so weirdly anonymous <laughs> when anyone could just Google yeah, me and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think I lost all the anonymity as soon as I stated my name. Uh, but. Okay, wait, that's so funny that you say that because that's what all women say. But like, <laughs> it, you know, it's, you, 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 you can meet lying. people, but it's a little bit di- more difficult, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like this city doesn't have. It has opportunities to meet people, but you really have to kind of go out of your way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So do you not do you necessarily feel like there are a lot of people, or that it's difficult to meet people? Or both? I think it, it's it's a mix. So um, so before when I was using day, like dating apps, mm-hmm. uh, I don't anymore because that's another thing. I guess we can talk about that later. 
I saw you on Tinder I'd say like maybe <laughs> yesterday and your bio is really fucking funny and I don't remember what <laughs> You know what I actually downloaded yesterday and I immediately deleted it. I immediately <laughs> I immediately, de- de- I immediately deleted it. <laughs> wow, you bio? really went down the list, didn't bio? you? <laughs> no, we're probably just like close in proximity, have mutual Facebook friends and they're like put them together. Put it together. Put them together. Uh, it was something like dating apps or like uh, yeah. listening to a joke without oh, yeah. uh, without getting to the punch tag. <laughs> it, it's just it's incredibly incomplete. Yes, and right. so I have this mixed relationship with that app or the other apps, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've used a couple. It's just I feel like I don't have patience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to a couple of friends about this. I feel like because I don't know that individual, I have less patience to learn yeah. more. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you're more dismissive. Yeah. So I found that generally if I met someone at a party – uh, or even through like mutual friends, mm-hmm. I had more patience with it mm-hmm. because they're right in front of me. Mm-hmm. They know someone I know. So I find that the people that I know in Waterloo, for the most part, are at least at my, my point in my life, are engaged or married already. Mm-hmm. So that net is starting to close. Okay. And so I think that's why right now, at least in this city, um, when I go to like Toronto or something, I meet people from time to time. But Yeah. Yeah. But what happens if- <laughs> uh, they meet me and they leave uh, no I mean uh, then you start entering the world of like long distance concepts right and trying to find time and I also keep myself busy in terms of what I'm looking to do uh, I keep myself active so it's also like okay you have to find the opportunities now to meet this individual right and they're not in the city and they're not in the city and when I go to the city I want to see my family I have a nephew now so oh, I know yeah. he's adorable. Wow. I want a nephew. I want <laughs> <Jiggles>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the name is disclosed. Um, <laughs> I was oh. I was talking to him about it. He was just like, you know, at some point, I'm like, okay, they they don't have a timeline. I don't think right now, uh, but it's coming, I guess. But for me, it's like my sister recently got a baby boy, and uh, he's at that age where he, he's adorable, but he can't do much. Cool. So I don't know what to do with him. Mm. I'm like, oh, you want to play? Oh, no, you, you're, <laughs> you're just going to drool. Eh? Okay, cool. So, but I still want to spend that time with my family yeah. and a couple friends here. So I'm already stretched thin. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you, especially because you seem to always have a lot of endeavors around. Like, do you find that you have time to date sometimes? Because like, you're, you're like, yeah, whatever, your work or your, uh, your poetry, now your podcast. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I could make time if I found the right person. Mm. But even, like, the idea of, like, having to make time to find someone because it's not happening organically. Yeah. I mean, I do make the time. It just seems like the, the pool is a little... <laughs> it's a little tough. No, I mean... Yeah, there are a lot of fish what, in the sea. What are you finding here? Like, do you... Jeez. I feel like I'm part of that pool, but no. Um, no. So what, is, what are dates like on the other side? I feel like I have to ask you oh, these questions. Yeah, yeah, I need no, to... No, we got to talk about this. It's so good. Um... I went on a date, like, literally this week, and, like, the first thing he said was, like, oh, I think I know, like, ex, like this guy that used to work with you, like, I play squash with him, and I was, like, oh, like, cool, and he's, like, yeah, I went to high school with blah, 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 that works with you, and I was, like, oh, great. He so, knows like, quite a bit of information <laughs> about you. Well, no, I, I'm sure he just, like, knew the company, and, like, there's so many people from your high school that started companies. So I mean, that's fair. Who was. And then, like, I feel like that just set the tone of the date in, like, a weird way, where I was, like... Well, now I can only be so insane because you know, like, a ton of people in my life. Mm, you, so you feel kind of close. You can't feel, like, yourself. Yeah, and even, like, I don't know, like, in a, I don't know, it just, like, immediately set the tone of, like, oh, like, weird. Like, we have, like, mutual friends I didn't know about. 
if I knew about it going in, I think it would have been different. Mm-hmm. But just like finding that right away, I was like, huh. And then afterwards, he texted me like shortly after the date was done. It was like kind of awkward, or whatever. And messaged me being like, um, really nice to know you. Like, don't know where your head's at. Um, we'll be down to hang out again if you wanted to. Like, it was kind of awkward, like, because it was a Tinder date. And like I said, I don't do Tinder dates much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Wait, he said that he yeah. doesn't do Tinder. Okay. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not, we're not going to go out again, obviously. <laughs> Did you know at, during that date, like, that was it? Have you ever I, had a moment in a day so where you're just like, this is not going in? This is my issue. I'm going Change my seat. Wow, she's a, for those that can't obviously see, she has to readjust to really get prepared for this moment. My issue is, I can like have a good conversation with anyone. Like if I go for beers with someone, mm-hmm. like we're gonna have an okay time. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be an asshole. I'm probably gonna care about what they're talking about and like listen well and ask questions. <laughs> Beatrice, <laughs> she's just so happy that you're here. No, no, go on, go on. <laughs> I have a friend hanging out with me. Um. So, like, I will never meet someone and be, like, absolutely not. Unless, like, in rare cases. Like, I went on a date with a guy once that was, like, there are too many homeless people in Kitchener. And I was, like, what? <laughs> 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 first date conversation. And he was talking about how, like, if Google and, like, other tech companies want to be established, they really, like, should stop making resources for homeless people. And, like, they have to fix Wow, he had a real like, gripe with. Like, I almost, like, poured my hair in my head and just, like, left. Like, I was, like, what the fuck is this? So, but so, other than that, for the most part, like, I can have a good conversation with anyone. Did you, did you stop it, though? Like, did you um, ever stop, like, stop it? Like, hey, you know I what? only had one beer, and then I was, like, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then he messaged me after being, like, I have a patio if you want to come get drinks. And I was, like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um... But for the most part, like, that's, like, probably one of the worst, like, blatant, like, what the fuck are you talking about yeah. situations I've had. Like, usually it's, like, a generally, like, okay conversation. We find things in common. Like, it's okay. Um, so I, I tried at this date to, like, immediately go in and be, like, okay, your first, like, minute or two of talking to him, you're going to make your judgment. And, like, that's what you're going to hold on to. And I almost, like, forgot about it. So even when I got that text, I was, like... Uh, like I don't know we could go out again like maybe <laughs> and then I was like wait a second what was my first judgment of him and I was like no I literally thought in my head like you're very disheveled yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel like it, that's the thing that I was really because like I used to have that and I still do that too in a bit like a couple minutes you can kind of sense yeah what a person's like but at the same time everyone's nervous too especially mm-hmm. the first time day like don't you think maybe like maybe minute five minute ten you're starting to learn a little bit more right so that's what I think like has gotten me into a lot of messes. Like, I think I know right away. Yeah. And I just need to take that instead of, like, trying to make things work that aren't meant to work. That's interesting. This is my new approach. It's like, like literally as of this guy this week. Because I'm on the other side of it. Yeah. And clearly now it's not working for you being on the other <laughs> side. So I feel like I have no chance at this point, regardless of my philosophy. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's like, uh, and right now I'm like, I'm going to just, this summer, go on a lot of dates, see what happens. But, yeah. like, be very, like, just aware that I, because I like to like, I don't know, even pretend that I don't know what I want and be like, well, like maybe my view has changed. And like, maybe if I talk to this person more, like maybe they are someone I'm interested in, but like real, I'm old enough that I know. I think at this point of our like lives, like you know who you are and you know totally. what you want. And yeah. I, I really don't like these games. Like, yes, I remember, <laughs> I remember I went on this one day and I thought it went really well and it did. And we actually went for breakfast like another time. Mm-hmm. And I was messaging them and they kind of disappeared. Uh. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be ghosted. But I, I was really excited. Usually if I'm excited, like, I'll follow up. I really yeah, want yeah. to. And 
I've never got this before. It was like the most ruthless but impressive statement ever. Oh, so like no. she messaged back and she said she she wasn't interested. She kind of uh, she said I came on a little too strong, which maybe I did. Oh. Because if I'm excited, maybe I'm interested. I don't know. I come <laughs> off like that. But then she said, and, um, I kind of see you more as a friend. And to be on to be honest, who needs more friends? Oh. Uh, and I won't lie. I remember reading that, and the first thought Wait, was, "That's so sad." I was upset, but then oddly, like, oh, that's really. I'm gonna save that one. Like that was a. Oh, <laughs> it's. <gonna cry. laughs> and I, I think that just upset me, but at the same time, like you know what, that person knows what they want, right? It was rude. <laughs> maybe that's how I like. I don't want when people just say like, ah, you know, it was nice meeting you. Like, maybe we'll see each other if a, you're a not interested. Who needs more friends? Like, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even say that to like somebody I didn't like. <laughs> that's fair. Like, maybe they just really needed me to disappear. <laughs> wow. I guess I have to really look at that one. <laughs> you should just read our rejection text. <laughs> we have a good episode. Oh man, but no, I, I think I'm at a point now where it's. I, I want to kind of sift through and like learn more per- about a person, but I think at some point you realize who you are. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to beat around the bush and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right? You don't have enough time for that. I don't know, but yeah. you, I don't have enough time for that. Yeah. No, I feel like that too. Like I, I'm very much like in the past, I've been like, I'll give this person a second chance. Like you never know what's happening the day of. Yeah. Like someone being nervous. Like all these other things. But it's like I feel like core level deep down, like you just know. Like mm. I want to date other. You get the spark. That we like it was like late at night. We were like downtown Kitchener. And then he just like, like we walked out of the restaurant, like said goodbye, and he just like fucking took off. And I was like, "You're not even gonna like ask how I'm getting home, or like, like ask where my car is, or you know what I mean?" Like, <laughs> just I the just, relative like, <laughs> safety of this human being, <laughs> right? Just like as you would any friend or anyone you even cared like a little bit, like even a if I le- literally re- left a restaurant with a random girl that was by herself, I would maybe ask her like, "How are you getting home?" It's late at night, yeah. and be like, "I don't know." So it was just like. No, to me, that's a red flag. But I still was like, nah, let's see. Like, what's going on? Maybe because you just realized like downtown Kitchener is just a wonderful place. It's safe at night. It didn't turn out well. And he pulled out a weird orange scarf, and I was like, Orange this is scarf. Random. That should that, that should have been the, the moment that he realized. <laughs> and I was like, what, what, it's not even cold. I don't even understand why you were playing up. But anyway, I was still like, you know what? I'm not gonna use these things as red flags. Like, I want to yeah. see. And but it didn't end up working. He ended up sending me a text. Though after the second date, I wasn't going to text him because, again, he fled. And he was like, my car's over there. Just, like, ran away. And I was like. <laughs> so, no, he didn't mutter the word bye. Uh, take care. Good night. Uh, no, like, farewell hug and kiss. Nothing like we, this. We, like, like, awkward side hugged. And then he was like, my car's over there. And I was like, okay. Like, cool. Huh. <laughs> anyway. And then he messaged me after, like, the day after. Like, almost 24 hours exactly after. <laughs> I didn't feel a connection. Like, you're great. And I was like. I've actually talked about this twice now. So <laughs> <laughs> Your listeners, like we've already heard this. Where are the news stories? This is it's all it's all happening so recently because I'm recording this in such a quick cadence. But anyway, like I knew, like I knew a guy that just like fucking leaves or it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. That's not he was young too, which makes sense. He's like that's not someone. I'm, are you cool with dating people that are younger? I thought so, but no. No. <laughs> I'm done with it. <laughs> Wait, what about, what's your perspective as a guy? Um, for me, I don't, th- okay, so I don't mind if they're older than me. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that I'm looking for right now is like, l- life experience. And when I say that, yeah. so for example, because I was talking about dating in this, in the city, you're either like, 
in university mm-hmm. or doing your masters or you're married. Like this is weird. Yeah. yeah, there's not many that many people in between. And so I've gone on a couple of dates, even with people that are like just finishing up their masters and like within like they're like their mid twenties, like get into their late twenties, but they this is like this level of cynicism that they just don't they're like <laughs> they just don't have yet. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. And so I, I'll talk to them at dates and I'm trying to like pull at certain things, like you know, like how they like certain viewpoints. I don't want to love talking about like political viewpoints or yeah, anything yeah. like that. It's just how do you see the world? I'm uh-huh. just trying to figure that out. And it's still coming very from a very closed ideal sense, and it just it it's just not enough for me. So uh, I mean, I'm at a point in my life now that I'm at my age, mm-hmm. and someone that's older than me is now at least like 30 or so. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I don't mind that mm-hmm. because that at least I'm, I'm I'm assuming if you're 30 or so, you've You've seen the mm-hmm. world. You know what that looks like. And you know what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I set my upper limit on dating apps to like 45 now. 45? <laughs> what's the, what I was the calculation? I 40 year olds and they messaged me and I'm like, oh, no. What's, what's the calculation? Wasn't there like double your age minus, remember that, I remember oh, that was a whole thing. Double your age minus seven? Is that what it was? I think so. What's my, I'm 26, double my age. So you're 52 minus seven, so you're 45? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's hey. the perfect number. <laughs> So, <laughs> so let's see if I did that. Uh, fifty-one. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can aim for fifty-one. But yeah, I think I'm definitely learning. Like even just the fundamentals of dating. Like I like realized this recently too. Like literally in the past month. Like if someone doesn't offer to pick me up, it's like usually like I don't. Know, they don't have a car, or like they're just like not looking for like a serious relationship. That's an indicator for you. Yeah. Okay. You know what? That threw me off just because I wouldn't have thought that because a lot of the dates I've gone to, like I meet them. Yeah. At the. But my best dates, they always offer picking up. Interesting. Maybe this is, this is me giving you. This, this, this is what the podcast has become. Like we we give each other perspective and realize, oh, that's what that meant. Oh, so yeah. So like, shoot I it at me, whatever. I you never think. thought that that was a thing. Like one of my girlfriends said, like I like said, oh, like he offered to pick me up, and she she said like that is usually like you know it's gonna be like a better date interesting because i usually don't do that because i feel like people will be nervous about letting someone know on tinder what their location is yeah right so it's like oh buddy (laughs) (laughs) i feel you no so that's kind of how i used to feel too but like since i've had like the comparison of dates where you get picked up and dates where you don't get picked up like i just find that like the more serious vibe that i'm looking for it usually comes well with that I was so tempted to pull out the whole like correlation does not imply cause and then I realized how nerdy that was. But just No, you're right. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying the whole like, I think I've been on enough that I have You have a good sense. That's, like... that's fair. That's totally fair. Interesting. Now I'm gonna start doing that. I never ask someone on a date, like, I can come pick you up. No, yeah, and just like, like even offering yeah, it, just, right? Yeah. Like she can say no. Yeah. But yeah. That's fair. Interesting. What else are like red flags? I feel I bet I'm gonna go through all my dates. And think about Wait, I want to know whatever from you your perspective what red flags are. Oh, I red hate five-year questions. Oh. I That's I understand I understand the purpose of understanding someone's like focuses, right? Like I totally get that. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wanted to know what this person's up to, especially if you're trying to picture a future with them. Yeah. But I think there's a way to present it. So if you're asking them like interview questions. That's weird. Yes. Right? So if you're talking to someone just trying to find like, oh, what kind of stuff are you interested in? Okay. Like, that that makes sense to me. Yeah. But if someone literally asks you like, where do you see yourself in five years? Right. I, I want to run away. Not with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually left a date early after I felt like I was being interrogated. Oh, no. Yeah. 
it was it wasn't <laughs> I, it just felt like I was answering all these questions and I wasn't really getting a chance to have a conversation uh. and then halfway through I said hey I'll be completely honest with you like I'm not feeling the vibe Mm. right now and i don't want to waste your time but like yeah it seems like you're looking for someone specific so i yeah. i think it'd just be best if we just call it now yeah and she was stunned oh because i think i was giving the right answers which makes me feel good about it uh. <laughs> but at the same time like answer the questions well it's not even that i think it's your first date's supposed to be at least in my mind the fun one right like yeah. you're supposed to get to know each other and like really get that excitement going oh. if you're finding it tedious after the first date is that really the... Really interesting. Because it's only downhill, right? Have you, ever, <laughs> have you ever had fun first date? Yeah, I'd say so. But what, what, like, what do you define as fun, right? So like for me, if I can have good like banter and yeah, conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, like we yeah. don't have to be going on a, like a merry-go-round or something, mm. right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, that's what I'm just yeah. picturing on the notebook. Um, no, but like mm. dates where you're not questioning things right away, you're still in the moment of like, glee you're you're going interesting wow that was great that was a really fun time she she made me laugh here and there huh. yeah that, that, that shouldn't that be what a first date no, is that's to so you? interesting because i've had first dates that were good by that standard yeah but then it turned out we weren't looking for the same thing and so <laughs> and i didn't like ask the questions that i wish i asked and then found out later like oh and and that's fair maybe but i think those questions that you have that like are more fundamental mm -hmm. those take time right like yeah you don't like, I don't know how you go to parties or whatnot, but I don't go to someone like, like tell me your stance on. Like, <laughs> that's just a heavy question. You want to kind of know what interests them, what, like kind of get to know them just on the surface a little bit. And then as you get like to know them more. What are you looking for is like too much of a question on first date? I think that's a fair question to ask, but I, after asking that question and being asked that question, yeah. I feel like the answer is, you know, I don't know right now, but uh, I'm kind of going with the flow. Yeah. So I try to avoid asking questions where... I feel like I keep getting the same responses because mm. that's a safe answer, right? Be like, I'm not sure right now, but I want to see how it goes and take my time. That's mm -hmm. a, I feel like that's a relatively safe answer. And, yeah, and I, everyone says. And I say that too. And so I can't really yeah. be judgmental on that. My last night I actually said like, I know the millennial answer is to say that like, I don't really know, but I actually looking for a relationship. Mm. And, and, <laughs> and he was fair. like, oh, and I was like, it's true. And, and so, and that's fair, right? So, oh, what's wrong? Um, <laughs> It's just the it's per perspective, right? If you say right away, like, I'm looking for a relationship, yeah. is that coming off to, like, like I don't know. Maybe no, people really want that. Yeah. And then on the other side, people are going to go, like, well, I just want to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my voice dropped like that. I don't know. I don't know if people actually say it like that. Yeah, no, so I've never. <laughs> I just want to have sexual intercourse. You're like, oh, okay. That's a, okay. No. <laughs> Why can't he just say sex? Uh, but no, so I think that's why I try to avoid that question. Even though, I think you can figure out that answer without really asking that question, right? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I just just stopped dating app dates because I deleted it. I told you, I, I literally down. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the love hate I have with this app. I I kind of go through this moment of wow, I need to meet someone, and I'll download the yeah. app. And then you go through it, and then there's like this this sense of sadness that kind of goes through. <laughs> yeah. And you're kind of going through the matches, and you're talking to certain people, and you're not that interested. Yeah. And I immediately just deleted it within hours mm -hmm. of having it. And I found the more meaningful interactions I've been having are like in person. And I think that's just more with social media and my phones in, in general. That's why when I messaged you, I just said like, hey, call me instead of, or message me instead of Instagram. I'm trying to get off Instagram a little bit. Ah. Just because you Hi. see, and this could go with the whole singles therapy. Maybe this will help for everyone. Yeah. I find that I notice, well, and people want to post about like 
Oh, couples. Couples, right? <laughs> they want to post about landmarks in their like in their life, right? Like, yeah. like these like uh, milestones. Jeez, landmarks, milestones, and you're happy for them. I'm not like I'm not angry at any of my friends. They're like, how do you live your life like this? Uh, but <laughs> come on. Uh, but at the same time, you kind of look back then at your life and wonder like. And I think that's what the whole, all the social media is anyway. Like, mm-hmm. you see the glorified sides and you don't realize that there's a lot more to it, but then it still impacts you. Yeah. So I remember, it was yesterday too, like, I saw a couple of, like, posts or, like, stories and I wasn't upset at those people. Yeah. Because I had no reason to. It was just more, I just had this sense of where am I? What am I doing? And mm-hmm. I realized I'm doing a lot of great things and I have a lot of great people in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to try to push myself away. So I've already deactivated Facebook a while ago. Got off Snapchat. I still like Instagram because it's cool. You know, that's where, that's where all the hip people are right now. But once, like, the new app comes out called, like, Picture Face. I don't know. <laughs> clearly, clearly this bubble is not the life I'm in. But um, it, it's just, I I think I get happier. I, I, I initially miss out. I had that feeling of missing out yeah, yeah. with the FOMO. And then I'm like, no, I'm good. There's things around me to do. And so I'm trying to limit that. Hmm, maybe you should mute people better. <laughs> I'd mute my entire page. Oh, um, I'd only have the Kevin Hart and The Rock. Uh, yeah, that would be how I live my life. And that's that's fine. Just I get just like in their phones. Why don't you like my phones? Like, do, do you have the right Rock's biceps? No, you don't. Do you talk about your uh, your 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 partner? Yeah, not about it. No. That's really interesting. I feel like you must feel it even more than I do because like I'm slightly younger than you. But I think you're you're hitting that phase, right? Yeah. We're starting your your friends are starting to get married. But I don't feel I don't feel a comparison. I don't um you know what no that's a mix. I, I do sometimes. I try not to, but when there are people that like, you've grown up with. So yeah. for example, like your brother, right? Like he yeah. got married a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. That's been geez, it's been a couple years. Or almost. Almost two years. Almost two years, right? And so I'm happy for him, but at the same time, like we went to <laughs> fuck that guy, <laughs> fuck that guy, uh, the worst. Uh, we all got sick in the Dominican. No. <laughs> I always forget about that. We all got sick. It was all for your love. Uh, no, but at the same time, like him and I went to university at the same time. We were both in math. Like we grew up together, right? Yeah. And so to see that kind of those kind of stages, and you, you, it's hard not to compare, huh. right? I, I try not to because... I don't have that many friends. Like, old friends. Old friends. Like, <laughs> the way of, like, longest-term friend is, like, seven years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does that mean... Eventually, that's going to be ten. That's going to be... I like, know. it's going to keep going, right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I remember... I got, I got this, like, cheesy line from, like, a movie. And, it, and I think it kind of helped. Uh, the movie was Independence Day because it's 1997 right now. It's <laughs> 2019. <laughs> Will Smith is a huge... Oh, wow. He's been a star for a while. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that did pro podcast right <laughs> but it was the whole like stop trying to be who you're supposed to be and be who you are right Aww. and no I, and it, 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 it wasn't that movie <laughs> but the whole idea is that like, I think we try to we see other people or at least I do mm-hmm. and I realize like oh man they're getting married they're getting a house like that's the things that I'm but I realize I have different goals altogether yeah. and I shouldn't be comparing mm-hmm. I should be happy for them which I am uh, I, I promise you, I am. Jacob, you're hearing this. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob, all my other friends, that, <laughs> all my friends that are listening to this, uh, I'm happy for you. But at the same time, <laughs> different milestones, different goals. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm definitely living like the millennial path. Like, 
or more work career focus. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I see that. Like I have, I literally just went to my friend's wedding, mm. but like not once. And I was like, oh, like it's really nice how you guys like found the love in each other. Like that's beautiful. I want that someday. Yeah. But I wasn't like, oh, why don't I have that now? Because like I literally know why I don't have that now. That's fair. I think I, I'm just around people personally that are still in the, I guess the mindset beforehand. Mm. You get the house. So you get you get the marriage, you get the house, you get the kids. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple friends that aren't about kids. Are you about kids? I'm about kids. I'm about kids. Yeah. <laughs> for the children. <laughs> no, like so. For example, like I can picture myself having a partner, yeah. but not having kids. Mm. And that's I think a, a millennial oh. standpoint. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? The, you know, it's, it, it's funny. There are certain things. So obviously, maybe first date, probably not talking about the whole kids idea. Mm. Uh, I have. I've known people that going into their, before they were getting married, they didn't have like fundamental things figured out. So I remember asking like, oh, so like, I know you wanted kids and your partner wasn't big on that. Like, have you guys talked about that? They're like, oh, you know, I, I guess we'll just cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> that bridge is two weeks away. You're about to get married. That bridge, that bridge is right there. What are you doing? That's a big bridge. And so I think at some point you have to have this conversation, right. maybe not first date, but like, right. And Bumble so, now, like you can put on Bumble if you want kids. Oh, the little tag things. But people don't. Do you do you use that? There's yeah. another one like cannabis, and I remember before everyone was like, "Oh God, now it's legalized." Like, yeah, <laughs> socially. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a couple friends, I'd be like, chronically, I'm like, oh, maybe not do that one. That's that's not a good look. But oh, uh, I know Bumble. Yeah, but I, I think those things have to be figured out eventually. Can I ask you why you don't want kids? I think, and you know, this is an okay thing to say. Maybe not on this podcast. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Kids fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a teacher. No, I mean, that, that's a real thing. Um, but for me, I think there's a lot of things that I want to see and do. Mm-hmm. And it comes from a selfish place. But I, I understand it comes from me. Yeah. So I know the time, the cost that comes with having a child. Mm-hmm. And if I was going to do this, have a child, like I'd want to do it right. Mm-hmm. But then... If I'm doing it right, there's a lot of sacrifices that come with it, and I'm not sure if I'm willing to put those things. Like I would sacrifice those things, mm-hmm. and if I ever did, would there be a level of regret? And I don't want to drag that with. Like, I would want that child to get the love and the support they wanted mm-hmm. and deserved. Uh, so, like for me, it's one of those. I want to still travel around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still want to see things. I want to do things. Uh, I want to be a little dumb with my money. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and when you're having a kid, like, you have to think about like, okay. How many diapers do we have for the next 24 years? Oh, wait, 24 years? Like two years? <laughs> 24 years. Yeah. 24 months. I think that's what I was trying to say. Diapers, so, preferably. Yeah. So, so I think that's why. Hmm. Yeah. But I had a friend once joke around this with me, and I remember we were at a bar. We were just sitting at a patio. No one was saying anything. It was me, him, and his partner. And he just kind of looks at me and goes, I think you'd make a great stepdad. <laughs> there was no context to this conversation. <laughs> There was nothing around this. And I, I thought about it more and more. I'm like, man, maybe I'll be a stepdad. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Seeing a miniature version of myself would be troublesome. But if it's someone else, I'd be like, yeah, you don't seem like a good kid. I always joke that would be a second wife. <laughs> I mean, it's time to be a first wife. Seems exhausting. <laughs> well, it was, as we were unpacking this, it's like, well, if you're gonna have a wedding, like if you if you want to get like if you meet someone that's already been married, yeah. what are the chances they want to spend more money on another wedding? It's like now that money can go towards the house and the kids, right? right? That works for me. Yeah, yeah. they don't have the giant I don't want a wedding. boom, right? It Perfect. Works. Yeah. 
So second wife, but second, it's nothing wrong with that. I don't, know, I don't know what the divorce rates are. Like, I remember yeah. people said, like, what's the number? 50%. Yeah. But I think I mean, we're not, we're not there. Yeah. But even if, but if they are, I think that number is lower now. Yeah. But because, I think it's mainly because people aren't getting married as much. Yeah. Like, if you look at, like, millennials as a subsection, like, generationally. Yeah. And the divorce percentage, like, I think it's lower mm-hmm. than our, like, big boomers. But yeah. I think the main explanation is because millennials aren't getting well, I would say it's more because of, like, the, the concept of, like, learning more about a person. Before, like, you saw someone down the hall, phones didn't <laughs> exist, you're like, this is the most beautiful person in the world, you're the smartest person in the world, everything, let's do this. I need to get out of home. Like, it, it all came from weird necessities, right? Now it's more like the world is bigger, you can see yeah. more, do more, meet more people, and so you're filtering out all these things, right? <laughs> Beatrice, do you get this? Am I talking? Am I crazy? I think She's I'm crazy. She's doing much better this time than the first time we had her here, so that's good. My words calm her. <laughs> Loneliness She's is not... She's kind of like, why is no one talking to me? <laughs> I'm, I am talking to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that, yeah. Um, I think as we're getting to, like, different generations, like, you're, you're getting the opportunities to find out more about yourself and other people, and... Mm-hmm. Then when you decide that you actually want to get married, I think you have more behind you and then it hopefully works out, Yeah. right? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my butt. No, I think it's, that's true. Yeah. But then I also know a lot of people that are like, we don't know if we're ever going to get married. Like, that's not something we Like the about. seven, eight year relationships. Yeah. They're like, we already have common law, so we get tax benefits, so you don't need to get married. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's all just a social I like, construct. I have to buy you from That's great. <laughs> Man, have you gone to weddings before? Yeah. Okay. What's this? What's this? What is the standard amount that you give? <laughs> I'm telling you that. <laughs> I've, ha- I've been having this conversation with people, like, like paying for your plate. How much do you pay? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that one out, but I just feel like I'm just losing money constantly. Yeah, like, this plate's really expensive. That's not, not an answer. I feel like I don't. I'm not like wealth, wealthy enough to actually pay for how much it costs for me to attend your wedding. Oh, <laughs> hi there. Beatrice. <laughs> on my back. <laughs> it's inappropriate. I feel the. I feel the same way too. <laughs> I feel the same way too. But I'm like, I. So I remember one year I had like six weddings to go to, oh, God. and for a portion of it I wasn't actually working at that time. Mm-hmm. And I just... I don't want to talk about business. This is sad. This is fun. <laughs> Being a single person in fighting to weddings. Also, do you ever get... Like, do you usually get a plus one? <laughs> I don't get plus one. No. I got a plus one for this last wedding I went to, and I was like, well, I didn't use it. So, like... What happens? I don't know. <laughs> it, it's funny. A couple of my friends, I, I would... I think, you know what? The weddings that I went to, I knew a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, they're like, you already know enough people. You don't need anyone to support you. Yeah. I haven't been to any weddings where I didn't know anyone right. else. So I think that's the logic. Also, yeah, my friends... I think my friends were really just hopeful that I was like, maybe find someone. <laughs> I think one time I, I was asking for a plus one, my friend just looked at me, she's like, I don't trust you. You don't get a plus one. I'm like, oh. oh, that hurts. But then on the other side, like, I know people that like are dating someone for a few months and then like want to bring them to their friend's wedding. And it's like... I was going to say, is there a threshold in terms of yeah, bringing it significant? Yeah, should be. <laughs> one year? Six months, yeah, one year. I think maybe because it's 2019. Because, I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. The Lion King just came out. 
1994 was a banging time. It's 92. <laughs> but like in this day. Did you hear that new Pearl Jam song? Wow, <laughs> so good. I feel like six months was like a is significant. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to date someone for six months now, yeah, it'd probably be because I thought I was going to be with them for a long time. Like I would just casually date. Someone. Casually, yeah. Oh. Oh, there would be interest. <laughs> oh, whoa. What happened? It's my socks. <laughs> So here's your chance to ask your questions because uh, I've been on the other side of it. Like, do you have anything else that you're trying to? Wait, I know. I want to know what your ideal dating situation is. Ideal dating situation. So like, like right now, if you could like open your door. <laughs> do I describe this person? <laughs> this fictional person? Oh, Amelia Clark. <laughs> oh, love that. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um. Oh, so do you want me more to talk about them? As a purse, like like no, their like, personal what traits. Kind of dating do you, like what kind of dating do you want to do right now? Like, do you want to be single? Do you want to date someone casually? Do you want to be in a long term monogamous relationship? I think when I plan things, it doesn't work out. So you I know, but that's yes. Like, I, people want to know the truth. <laughs> I'd want to date. Like, I would want to date for a relationship, right? Okay. I think I'm at a point right now where I've I've already had my casual dating. Mm-hmm. I've, I've I've kind of seen what that looks like. Um, and it, it loses its novelty. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but at some point you just kind of get bored. You want to have meaningful conversations and see what, and it's tough to do that in one date and be like, okay, good luck in your future endeavors. Yeah. Uh, but I, so personally I'm looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. uh, but I understand at least within this environment or, you know, dating, like you want to give, Beatrice. so active. She's just like, like, what could possibly be wrong? <laughs> I'm just I'm living perfect. my life. Thanks for listening to Singles Therapy Podcast. If you're enjoying the episode, please screenshot your podcasting app and share it on Instagram. You can tag at Singles Therapy Pod or at Mikhail Poetry. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It was, it, it's weird because I think when I was in university, and this, I'm, a, I'm a weird case. I think I was looking for that one person hmm. when you should have taken that time to experiment because that's when you meet a lot of people and go on those dates. And then when I left, I started, I like, I wanted more casual dating. Like, mm-hmm. but people at that point were still trying to figure out, like, I want to be with that one person. I wasn't ready for it. So I, I feel like I just missed that boat. Yeah. And now I'm in that weird place where it's like, okay, who's left? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody's left. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I think that was just a, a different case. Casual dating at this time, you can still do. It's just, you only have so much time these days. Mm-hmm. As you're getting older, there's only so much time and people you have in your life. Like, you want to make sure if you're going to be going on dates with someone, like, mm-hmm. th- there should be a substance. Wait, interesting. At least that's my viewpoint. When, so you're looking for a relationship. But if someone comes out of the gate, like, being very strong-minded, like, I want to be in a relationship, does that scare you? No. I, like, I think now it wouldn't. Yeah. Because I think it's kind of implied, like, yeah. you know, father time never loses. Like, we're, we're all losing to this, <laughs> right? <everyone. laughs> I'm just saying, we're all getting older, right? Like, yeah. that, that's what I meant by that. Oh but, like, 
And so it never loses, man. Like we, we're all just, we all lose the father time. I'm so youthful. I keep him hip and with it. I got a dab Dougie, dab Dougie. Is that a, it's just combining dance moves. But uh, yeah, so I think now I, I, I'm not, especially, like I said, I want to be as transparent as possible. Yeah. So if that person's resurrect. I want a relationship. Like, yeah. cool. I think once again, it's how you present it. Someone's like, right. he's like, after this, we're going to figure out housing accommodations. I'll be like, you got to back the fuck off. <laughs> we can't do that. It's funny, like, even me to say to someone that, like, I am looking for a relationship, if someone said that to me, I'd probably be like, oh, no. <laughs> but is that what you want? Do you want a relationship? Yes. But so I think, what's the, is it all semantics? I think so. And I mean, and and that's fair, but at the same time, like at some point, like I don't know about you, but I I'm too direct. I can't be, I can't go to someone and be like, "What do you want?" It's like, oh, "What do you think I want?" No, tell me, like, tell me what you want. Like, I, I, it's like that note. I keep refer- referencing the Notebook. Remember that one scene where Brian Gosling is like, "What I've do you want?" All right, let me just say this for the record: I'm comfortable saying that I watched that movie, and it's great. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's long, isn't it? I watched it because it just came out last week. It, <laughs> 2004. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to get this. No. They're going to be like, what's wrong with this guy? But the idea, if Ryan Gosling's going to like, uh, Rachel McAdams being like, what do you want? She's like, it's not that simple. It's like, no, what, oh. what, do, you, what do you want? So that I think that's what it is. So long as you don't scare them off, fine. Maybe you don't want to come off too strong. But if you know what you want, it's... Why not be clear I think with it? Too is also this narrative of like, like women need to trick guys into being in a relationship with them. So you like come off like you're a casual one night stand, and then you're like, ah, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> no, I'm still here. It well it depends on what phase of life. Maybe that would have been me a few years ago, hmm. and so I, I think it's the the audience that you're you're dealing with. So if we're going all the way to your threshold of forty five. Right? <laughs> if if they're still doing that, that's a yeah. that's a little bizarre. But I think at their stage of their life they're looking for someone maybe a little bit more long term. <laughs> so you brush it my way? What are you t- what are you what kind of host are you? She's just wafting it towards me with her hand. She's like, uh, be gone. <sighs> you know, at first I felt bad about Beatrice being such a <laughs> The pinnacle part of this podcast, but I think it's so fucking funny. She adds another element. I think most podcasts don't just have one like host; they have two. Right. I think She's you have, yeah, just nonverbal and really distracting. <laughs> How do you feel about relations? Choo choo choo! Park park park! Yeah yeah, I I sympathize. She's so funny. Hmm, forty five. Yeah, in the new Amy Schumer stand up, she was saying. She tried to date lots when she was younger, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The real secret is to wait till men are tired. <laughs> I, I think she's right. I am I am tired. I she, think. like, does, like, a mime of, like, she just, she just took her partner's hand and she just brought him home and she was like, I'm tired too. Come home. And that was how they ended up together. <laughs> That's how it works? Yeah, if they're too active, they'll just, they'll run. But I, I feel like I have bad knees. I do feel that the like date like trying to go on dates with younger guys, which I'm not going to do as much anymore. Like mm-hmm. there is a sense of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Beatrice, like, tell me about it, girl. Tell me about it. Being upset with the younger men. <laughs> That's all she has to deal with, young men. Sorry. Um, the sense of like, the world is literally their oyster. Like, because if when you're a 24 year old, 
24 year old guy. You could date anyone from like 19 to 30. Like, you have like a. Uh, yeah, I understand there's definitely oh. that like level of like, privilege, like yeah. how it's perceived and how yeah. you can date around like that. Yeah. Is there anything you want to vent about? <sighs> Do I have anything that I want to vent about? People who drive slowly in the left lane? <laughs> No. About <laughs> which? Emotional perspective. <laughs> emotional perspective. Something that will make you die on your Okay, when it's it's funny because it, we'll, we'll talk about this. There are certain times where I will be kind of sitting there, kind of just like thinking, but not really thinking. Where? Like in general. Because okay. I, 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 I'll say this because just because we're talking about the male female like interactions yeah, in terms yeah, yeah. of like, sharing feels. There are certain times where I'm not actually thinking about a damn thing. I'm just sitting there. Yeah. And I'll have like maybe someone I was like, interested in. They'll just be like. What are you thinking about? about? <laughs> and I'll honestly be like, nothing. And I, I swear, I swear to God, ladies, I swear to God, we're not thinking about a damn thing. We're just. I used to ask my ex that all the time. Think about it like this: it's like putting your car in neutral. The car is on, but nothing is happening. That is what we're in. Once in a while, we just put our we put our brains in neutral, and they're like, "No, I know you're thinking about something. Was it about the conversation we had last? No, but now that we're talking about it, I guess we're gonna have to do this, right? Like, and that stresses me out. Yeah, that is so funny. Yeah, that should be the intro of this episode. <laughs> what? I wish you really told me what you were thinking. I am. It's literally this. It's funny because that, like, the spaced out look in which you're thinking about nothing, for some reason, it single, signals to women that, like, you're thinking about many, many things. things. Right? <laughs> no, I have, like, a distinct look if I'm thinking, right? But it's it's like, almost like that, like, that's the look that women make when they're really thinking about stuff. Mm -hmm. But maybe when men have that face on, they're literally just not thinking yeah. about anything. Yeah. It's like a 1940s cartoon. It's like, right. It's like a Mickey yeah. Mouse cartoon going yeah. on a train or something. Mm -hmm. Man, I love watching that, like, 10 years ago. Okay. I was gonna say I was like, wow, you know, okay, I guess, I guess the, the dating jokes are gone now. It took you a second to process that one. I feel like we need to bring up a back, bring it back. Why you're making these jokes? But maybe we don't. Is it, does it does it relate to like my my insecurities? I don't know. I don't know either. Man, I wish I was Beatrice. She is out. What a life. I've always wanted to just like live my life like an animal, you know. On her fucking couch because I bought her a couch. Yeah, it's a great couch. I know it's a hundred dollars. <laughs> Damn. I literally kept the price tag on. I was like, if she does not sleep on this couch, I'm fucking returning it because I'm not about that. But she immediately like took to it. She's like, I love this. There you go. I understand the value, value of this. <laughs> See, and you know I'm who won't? You know who won't? Children. <laughs> True. Dogs know that. I was like, this is comfy. I'm going to sit here. Children be like, but no, I want the PS17. No, you can't. You can't have that. Stop beating up kids at school and cheating hey, on tests. Once you feel like you've fully lived your life and like you've not worried about money and you're just like kind of done doing all your fun things, you still don't think you're going to want kids. And so that's a weird part. And it's funny because I was joking about earlier about the whole like stepdad thing. Yeah. But I could really see myself if I would like be with someone that had a kid, if that mm -hmm. kid was like in their early to like, like that early or teens area mm -hmm. where I didn't have to deal with like the earlier years, mm -hmm. but the years where they can start to have conversations. Like, I, I think that's the time that I'd want to like throw uh -huh. a ball with them. Just being like, tell us, talk about life. Right. <laughs> you can throw the birds, a ball with a four year old. No, it's going to hit them in the face. And then, <laughs> then like, then my kids couldn't cuss. <laughs> right. 
So I, I think I can, like, I could picture myself with that, sh- like, if that, there was, like, I don't know, 13, 14, Hendrick High School, yeah. having those kind of conversations. Huh. They'd be like, ah, you're not my real dad. I'm like, well, you're right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but I can still be there for you. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Because I think the time commitment to have a child, it, like, like a I think people don't realize how much of a sacrifice it is to have a kid, like, and do right. and to do it right. It's it's not like you just you do it like nine to five like a job and then you drop it and you're like all right bye. Like, hmm. they're dependent on you constantly, like and they're impressioned by you and and everything. That, <laughs> what? Say that again. <laughs> I feel like you're going to have kids. I, I dread that feeling and it's probably going to happen. I feel like, I don't know. Because I feel like that too where it's like, you're shaping a fucking life. Like, I think of all the things my parents did to fuck me up and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> and I, th- I think that's the, that's the key too. And like, but the thing, like, if that's the case for you, like, you still came out relatively well. Like, you're good. You seem good. No? No? I'm not going to, I don't Answer know. that question. I don't, think, I don't think my parents are going to listen. Well, they might listen to this. But <laughs> I often feel... No, they obviously, like, gave me the foundation and, like, great things for success. But, like, a lot of the things they did that I would say that I wouldn't do with my own kids. Like, yeah. And I think that's the thing. We're, we, we are the product of our environment. So, like, yeah. we want to make sure we give yeah. back relative to what we've learned. And, you know, my parents weren't perfect. Like, and that comes with, like, some of the stressors that came with having an arranged marriage. Like, Oh, they're arranged yeah i mean that's that's a big Wait, thing in south asia why have we talked about this yet i don't know it never popped up but yeah so like i didn't i mean, to my cue you, you complained about dating marriage. people that had like parent like mommy issues and i was like oh i guess i can't talk about my mommy issues no i don't have mommy issues but like parents had an arranged marriage yeah they did they did they're and still together they're still together uh and, but you know what there's certain times where you you ask yourself like are they together because they're in love or are they together yeah. because of, like they're doing it for family and kids. Mm-hmm. And I think by seeing that, I've seen relationships that are like, wow, like, this is really testing the time, like, like testing the wheels of time, but like, should you guys be together sometimes? Mm. And I think those are times where I ask myself, like, would I be a good father, a good husband? And I like to believe that I am, but I think I'm also a pretty selfish guy. Mm. So I don't want to put my family, future potential family, in the position where like my selfishness came in front of their livelihoods and as a result they had a terrible life right like in some way yeah does that make sense yeah i mean that will happen yeah also this world just seems like it's in a downhill spiral i just yeah. don't want to introduce my kid to that i know that's right? what says. yeah i don't need people i just want a mini me do you want a mini version of you <laughs> i can picture seeing a mini version of myself they broke a vase or something, and I look at them like I know what you just Why did. Are you a vase? <laughs> I don't know. Something dumb, right? I, I, they'll do something dumb, and I'll look yeah. at them and I'll be like, I know why you did that because I know what you're thinking because yeah. I would have thought that again. Right. And I hate that I know that you just thought that. Oh. Go to your room, right? Like, oh. Right. I remember one time oh, I was a kid. <laughs> I remember one time as a kid, like when I was a kid, uh, my cousin got this computer. And, like, I remember I got this play ticket from school, and I wanted multiple copies of it. So I thought I'd stick it in the floppy drive, thinking it would shoot out more copies. Instead, I just broke the computer. <laughs> and my cousin looked at me. He's like, this is a new computer. What the hell are you doing? And I just looked at him. I'm like, I thought it would make... I don't want that. Because I know miniature me would do something dumb with this. Like, I don't know. Be like, uh... Huh. And I still feel like I don't have kids. Like, <laughs> honestly, that's the issue with me. Like, I have friends that don't have kids, and I'm always like, you're, you're going to have kids. And they're like, that's not okay. Like, I should accept both. I think life is too long for me to say that I won't have kids. I think yeah. at some point, maybe it's just when and how. I always just think, like, after a certain point of your oldness, like, 
<laughs> but, it's like, what's the fuck? Like, what's even the point anymore if you don't have a legacy in the term? In the but why? What? Why does legacy matter? Why do you have to continue in the annals of time? Right? Why can't you know. just be a? Isn't that like part of being human? Isn't that well, like the fundamentals of being human? I don't necessarily think that it is. I think if you want it to be, that's fine, right? Like, I, for example, I don't know, royal British royalty, right? Like they keep going like King Louis <laughs> all this. I don't know, right? I don't care about that. I think whatever you contribute to, right? <laughs> No, me either. <laughs> well, okay, that was a weird example. <laughs> what I was trying to say is that, like, I don't need people to be like, oh, that's, you know, okay, this is legacy. Huh. Like, decades later. Like, that doesn't th- make me thrive. Like, I think people, I just want to enjoy my life now with the people that are around me, contributing what I can, and then when are it's my time to go. to be alone on your deathbed? Yeah, that would be a scary concept, but it doesn't have to be a kid. I have great friends and family, right? Like, what if they all are dead? That's a dark place. You know what? If all my friends and family are dead, then let the Grim Reaper come and take my life, right? Like, I'll be like, you know what? Cool, right? Um, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> that's Wow. What yeah. if all your no, friends and family are dead? Jeez, Michaela. But like, like, your children, I feel like that's, like, one of the main incentives to have kids is, like, the likelihood they'll be alive when you're dying is really high. But what's on that note? <laughs> on that note, thank you so much for bringing me in, Michaela. I really appreciate your time, and I wish you well, all the best on your future endeavors. <laughs> it was truly depressing. No, but I appreciate it. I, I'm glad that I was able to share some stuff, and it was nice to like hear from you. And actually, now I can listen to the other podcast episodes and like hear other perspectives and, and, and compare the other episodes. I drank this whole bottle of wine. Honestly, mostly by myself. I had like two glasses. <laughs> Where am I gonna go? What time? It's only seven it's o'clock. A, it's a, it's the world's my oyster. I can find people, other people who Sunday. don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones, the first season. Uh, yeah, it's the first. Season. <laughs> I love how you're not capturing what, what I'm trying to do here. I think like, there's like a moment of like, what the fuck? Oh, I know. It's this groundbreaking <laughs> show that came out. Talk about medieval oh, times. God. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, let's cheers. Cheers. With the empty glass. <laughs> I'll join I'll you there. Cheers. Thank you so much for talking with me about being single. Thank you, and I appreciate it. And Beatrice, thank you so much <laughs> for showing me more affection than any human has in the last few months. <laughs> she just closes her yeah, eyes. Yeah, she's out. All right. Perfect. Perfect.